I'm Jay Pitts, a real estate broker, agent, leader, and investor. For the last decade, I've navigated the craziest of real estate markets this country has ever seen, selling over 2,000 homes, moving in and out of markets, always ahead of the curve. And now I'm bringing that perspective to you. This is your resource, and Real Talk About Real Estate starts right now. back, folks. Welcome back to another episode of Resource, real talk about Louisville real estate. I am your host, Jay Pitts, broker owner of REMAX Premier Properties. We have a special guest for you today, but before I get to that, just want to give you a few reminders. As always, you can find us online on Facebook, all the socials, Facebook at The Resource Podcast, Jay Pitts Realtor on Twitter, at Jay Pitts Realtor on Instagram, Jay underscore Pitts on TikTok. Uh, youtube.com slash Realtor, And don't forget about our sister piece of content, JTP University, where we come at you weekly with a, you know, tactical piece of content, you know, very bite-sized and easy to consume that you can put to use in your business right now. You can find us on all the places you podcast, whether that be iTunes or Spotify specifically, if you could do us a quick favor and give us a follow on those respective platforms. Five-star reviews are certainly appreciated, but you can pretty much find us anywhere else. I'm not going to list them all off because I've realized that about 99.8% of people consume their podcasts on those two platforms, but chances are if you're one of the 0.2% you're going to find us on those other platforms as well. All right, now that we got the bills paid, let's get right into it. I have a special guest today, uh, a gentleman that uh, I've been excited about bringing to you for a little while for a variety of reasons. I've got a couple of decent size announcements for you today, but uh, I've been wanting to bring Ryan to you for a while. Um, Ryan is a second-generation real estate practitioner. He is also from my hometown. He's doing some exciting work with us here at REMAX Premier Properties and JT Pitts and Associates as a, as a, a person in a leadership position for us and our team. He got a very fast start in real estate after graduating from the same university, also a college athlete. We have a lot of similarities here, but Ryan is firmly entrenched in the startup space, and that's probably what we're going to talk about Today, Ryan is the co-founder of Simba.com, Simba, get Simba.com, G-E-T-S-Y-M-B-A. Simba is a platform for real estate professionals. I'm not going to bury the lead. I'm going to let him tell you all about what that means. But, uh, you know, suffice it to say, they're doing some exciting things in the world of residential real estate. I have with me today my guest, Mr. Ryan Harris. Ryan, welcome. Hey, what's up, Jay? Super excited. I feel like uh, this has been a long time coming for sure. It has, it has. And, you know, for a variety of reasons, we decided to wait or logistics didn't quite work out, but here we are nonetheless. Um, so excited to to talk to our audience about what Simba is. Now, you know, a good part of our audience are agents that we see in the office every day, right? That plug in to get a leadership message or to get, you know, some coaching on for one reason or the other. But uh, we also have, you know, different listeners from around the city here in Louisville. We have regional listeners. We get a lot of listens for some reason in Atlanta. Love that. Um, So if you're listening to this, uh, Ryan's going to talk to you about how his startup is going to kind of revolutionize the way real estate agents engage with their clients and hopefully plug some gaps that have been longstanding issues, okay, in the residential real estate space. So Ryan, why don't you just give us maybe the elevator pitch, if you will. Take a little longer if you want. Maybe we're going to the top of the 
top of the Sears Tower. But um, give us give us the elevator pitch on what Simba is and what like the impetus for its creation was. Yeah, uh, definitely. I'll give you a little of my background first. That's all right. It might help explain where Simba came from. Uh, So my background, Jay mentioned a little bit. It's pretty much only real estate. I grew up around that cleaning job sites, property managers, agents, property owners, builders, all my family. Uh, Interned for Jay in college. So real estate's really all I've ever known. Got my license right out of school and, and joined his team. Uh, so where Simba came about as a young guy, being around it for a while and understanding technology decently well, uh, I, I noticed a lot of inefficiencies in the space and where I thought things could be improved upon and uh, saw where other agents struggled a lot. Uh, so basically what Simba is, it's we're building mobile technology for real estate agents. Uh, right now we're building a mobile CRM. We have a product out. Uh, really the reason for it is you think of a real estate agent and they're the most mobile salesperson in the world. Uh, Jay, I'm sure you can relate to this, especially when you were selling a hundred plus homes a year, you know, probably the only time during the day you were on your laptop was when you were writing an offer really quick before another showing, or at the end of the day, when you were super tired and the last thing you wanted to do was get on your laptop. So Simba is a mobile first CRM. Uh, that is matching an agent's true busy on the go lifestyle. Sure. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, at the risk of dating myself, I mean, I remember, and this wasn't even all that long ago. It sounds like ancient history, but this was 14 years ago. Okay. So, so about this time of year, I was making my transition or my plan to transition from the mortgage business to real estate in 2007. Okay. The iPhone had just been introduced. Okay, so this, once again, you were probably like, you know, you were like in preschool (laughs) or something, but like um, the iPhone had just been introduced and you could see right away that it was going to change the way real estate agents were going to do business. You know, being an early adopter, I got one immediately, spent whatever it cost back then. And, um, you know, I remember this the first time that the internet became available in your pocket anywhere you were. Right, which for a lot of real estate agents who've come to the business in the last five years, I, you know, I promised I'd never be that old guy talking about back in the day, but I guess I'm that person now. Um, but I, I remember things like, you know, needing to access the MLS and finally being able to do it. Right. And it was, it was exciting. But even then, it was a number of years before the MLS caught up to mobile technology and provided an interface that was conducive to even attempting to do business. Now, I can tell you this, I, I accessed the multiple listing service through the Flex MLS app 1,000 times more than I interface it with my laptop, okay? I send clients listings, I do searches, I do everything, comp searches, everything. I do it mobily, right? And if it can't be done mobily, there is a serious sense of frustration, okay, which is kind of where we find ourselves in tech, right? There have been early adopting industries, there have been resistant industries. In some ways, real estate is very progressive. In other ways, it's woefully inadequate, right? So talk to us a little more specifically about the individual or the, the, I guess, narrow part of an agent's business that really needs to get updated in terms of mobile technology. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll, I'll hit on the mobile first part I, I mentioned a little earlier. 
So a mobile first means is we're designing for your phone first. We will have a desktop app, but we have to design for the mobile phone first because there's just design principles you have to follow if you're going to build a great mobile application. All these other CRMs agents have access to or are using right now, to be honest, most of them were became companies before the iPhone even existed, like you were talking about. And you can't take a desktop designed application and turn it into a good mobile application, especially when these desktop applications and CRMs were built around email. Now everybody's text messaging and messaging is the, is the chosen channel of communication for people. Uh, the reason we're doing this, as I said, agents are the most mobile salesperson in the world and they're not your typical salesperson. People that are paid to use these kind of desktop CRMs are paid a salary. Agents are 100% commissioned and have to grind every day, not in an office, out showing homes, talking to clients, to other agents, to title companies, to lenders, and they need to be able to access all that in the phone and their database and an easy to use mobile application, not a difficult one. So that's why we are going mobile first here with Simba. Well, that makes total sense. Um, you know, I, I'm kind of like intrigued because the statement you made that really caught my attention, which is something that our audience hears from me on a regular basis, right, is that the relationship in real estate really starts at the first face-to-face -face meeting with the client. It's the most leading indicator that you can have, lead versus lag, right? Lag indicator to success is pendings, then, you know, pending contracts, then, you know, then closings, right? Offers written before that. But if you don't meet face-to-face, -face, you're never going to earn the trust you need to be able to, to, to obtain a client. So, you know, simultaneously, CRM technology requires us to be planted at a desk or at a coffee shop or with a device like a laptop that's bulky enough that we can't, it, it, it monopolizes our ability to do our work. It, it limits us. The mobile phone is, has proven, okay, or the mobile device, the smartphone has proven to, you know, augment our ability, whereas the laptop limits our ability to move on the go. So anything that would allow an agent to emphasize face-to-face -face meetings, more of them, uh, to work literally from anywhere, to manage their business from anywhere, is going to allow them the opportunity to do more business. And that's what any real technology is. You know, I mean, you mentioned, you know, your family's in the business, as you know, mine was as well. My father used to say, you can leverage three ways, right? You can leverage time, money, and people, okay? That's the only three ways to leverage. Now that should be updated. That should be updated to include technology. Technology is a function of time, money, and people. So it probably is more important than all the three former, right? So technology is, that is designed effectively to save time, money, and people is going to allow you, and by, by people, I mean employees. I mean an assistant, a transaction coordinator. I mean, a good CRM that works seamlessly into an agent's daily life could eliminate the need for a transaction manager, which is an immense amount of overhead, frustration, managing people is tough, right? So if you can take a, 
I always tell people that 35 to 40 transactions per year for an independent agent with no help is about the threshold before help is needed, whether it be an agent, okay, to start the semblance of a small team or an assistant, transaction manager, marketing assistant, what have you, right? Something has to be done at that point because the quality of life dips substantially beyond those that, that level of production. And if you can increase that threshold through really good technology to 50 or 60 units, well, you've drastically improved that person's life. I don't know. What do you say about that? Any comments come to mind? Well, you said that uh, stuck out to me was, you know, you, you win a client with that face-to-face -face meeting and, and you really can't unless you get that. But but how do you get more face-to-face -face meetings when there's only one of you? You can't, you don't have the time to get as many as as the appointments you can go on. And so you use automations. Automations get you more face-to-face -face meetings. And the problem right now is automations can only be set up on desktop and it's, yeah so complicated or you have to use other integrations in the CRM to even have automations. You know, maybe they'll, maybe they have email drips or automations you can set up, but if you want text messaging automations, there's another integration you have to add. Simba is building the automations into the application where it's a consumer grade product and you can literally set these automations up in a matter of seconds. Say you close a client out, I know a lot of agents struggle with this. Maybe they have email automation set up where they, they keep in touch with these clients a month, three months, six months, or send them a one-year anniversary text. Those take times in other applications. In Simba, in just a couple clicks on your mobile phone, you can set those applications up and, or those automations up. And why that's so important, it's a text message. So they'll respond to that. And then you'll have your mobile app Simbo right there to respond to them in an easy way that hasn't been able to be done before. Yeah. So that that's really interesting. So I, I got a lot to unpack there. Okay. So allow me a little leeway here. So uh, number one, automations. When speaking about automations, typically, okay, you, you're talking to two audiences. You're talking to pretty well tech enabled, okay, larger scale team or well supported from an administrative standpoint teams that are setting up email marketing campaigns or text message drip campaigns through sophisticated software that is really designed for something else, not for real estate, okay? But agents have found a way through really good administrative help to harness the power of a MailChimp or, you know, a HubSpot type business, you know, something like that to, to really bring into the real estate space, you know, something that, that a lot of tech-enabled businesses do and do very well, but it's really not your forte. Right. And it never quite measures up. It's there's always a little disconnect because it wasn't designed with real estate in mind. So that's one. That's one audience. The other audience that doesn't understand what you mean by automations are the people that has an Excel spreadsheet or uh, a note, a yellow notepad with their clients names and addresses on it that they send out postcards handwritten on the anniversary every year. And there's nothing wrong with low tech. OK, as long as you can make as long as you have the time available and you can make a personal connection, that can be valuable, okay? What it sounds like to me, Ryan, what you're saying is, is you're attempting to marry the two audiences, right? You're offering an opportunity through a mobile device to, to, to draft a text message in seconds that you think would be appropriate to send your client automatically 
on the one year anniversary of their first home purchase, which could be yep. a meaningful connection, but done in a tech enabled kind of way. Now, I will also tell you, I use a pretty high powered CRM, right? I mean, you know this from being exposed to me. I make it my business to know the most capable technology in the space, right? But it's not that easy. I can tell yeah. you that. And that text message focused communication through automations is something that has been sorely lacking. You can find mass text, you can find mass text programs. Okay. Um, it's not from your number. Okay. It's, you know, not the center of communication. Okay. Maybe you can even get it your CRM through, you know, a Zapier or, you know, a, a third a real sync or something like that to download the responses and but it's always clunky, right? I mean, it doesn't work half the time. Um, it's not seamless. So what it sounds like to me again, and tell me if I'm wrong, is Simba wants to be, okay, the center of the agent client communication. Is that fair? Yes. Right now that that is correct. I, really what we're doing is we're allowing non-technical agents or people to use a software that requires no more edu education than they already have, and they can become a, a, a tech agent. So to say it better, we're, we're allowing non-tech agents to become you. <laughs> you know, all the work it took for you to set up your CRM, uh, you know, we're, we're building something where agents don't have to spend all that time. Now, they won't be a top producer like you, uh, well, necessarily, but maybe um, they already are. I mean, I know plenty of low tech top producing agents. Now they may be fading sure. stars as my friend, Tom Ferry would call them, but, um, and technology certainly will displace some agents. That's absolutely the case. I mean, heck at the end of his career, my father probably didn't even know how to log into the MLS, but he still sold, you know, a hundred houses a year. Yeah. So, um, it, it takes all shapes and sizes, but I, you know, I like hearing that someone is going to build something that is intuitive, that understands the fact that the mobile device is the heart of the agent's business and the communication with clients or prospective clients, okay, is the heartbeat of an agent's business. Okay, and so, and if you can marry the two, right, with that, there's always been a disconnect. Like you said, you gotta get to a coffee shop. You gotta pull off on the side of the road and tether your cell phone signal to your laptop to fill out an offer. Um, I hope it continues to go this direction. So, um, Ryan, so let, let's talk, um, let's talk a little more, you know, kind of near term, like what, I know that the product is not, I mean, uh, you're taking kind of pre-registration kind of uh, signups and, and there's some beta testing going on here and there, but talk, talk about availability and timelines and what, when can agents expect a product like this to be available to them in a wide scale. Absolutely. So right now we have our free version in the app store. It, it's called Simba, like I said, but that's Simba with the Y, S-Y-M-B-A. Uh, we can talk later on how we came up with the name, but what it is right now, it's contact management. So as far as we know, we're the only real estate CRM or CRM in general that syncs right to your iPhone contacts which if we're being honest, is your most up-to-date database. So in one second, you can have every single iPhone contact in your phone in Simba. You can create tasks, notes, 
Uh, you have deal management, pipeline management, and commission tracking. So in the free version, one of the really unique features is uh, estimated and current uh, commission earned tracking. So when you go and send in your settings, you can put your brokerage split and change the commission you earn percentage on each home. And when you close it out, we do that mathematical calculation for you and tell you what you earned for that deal and add it together with all the other past closed deals and give you a total for the year. But the estimated commission is such a great feature that we've received amazing feedback on. So it's based off your pipeline. You have all that info in there as well. So whoever you're showing homes to, buyers and sellers pending, uh, people under contract or you've wrote offers for listings you've taken that aren't under contract. We have all that info and we can tell you what you're going to make if all of those close, which, you know, I haven't seen anything either where an agent can view that. Uh, so to help you with your finances, agents have been telling us, you know, it's a huge motivating factor for them to grow that estimated commission number as, as much as they can. Uh, so right now, that's what Simba is. We have a lot of good features we're about to launch uh, very soon. Um, but yeah, that's what it is right now. Awesome, man. Awesome. So, and, and I, I agree with that. I think, I think agents, even progressive agents, even young, fresh-faced, um, you know, upward arcing kind of businesses, right? Not just those fading stars that, that we talked about before, um, are equally guilty of operating on feeling versus, you know, versus facts, right? Facts right. are you have X number of buyers in your pipeline that are averaging in their pursuit an average price, pursuit of a home to purchase or a potential listing of an average sales price of 250,000, right? At an average commission rate of 2.8% at a split of 75-25 or 50-50 if you're on a team or 95-5 or if you're in a low commission split concept, something like that, right? Your potential income at any one point in time is just a mathematical equation. Right. It's a mathematical equation that starts with your pipeline of prospective clients. You could, you know, look at that as everyone is a guaranteed close or you can have a conversion rate based on, um, you know, and, I, and we've talked right offline. So I know kind of where this is headed and the, the opportunity to, you know, flag certain prospects for return and repeat business or referral business and folding that into kind of a pipeline feature that stays in the forefront of an agent interface, right? Every day that they log in to their CRM, which they're now doing more often, by the way, because they can do it, you know, in between appointments, having that consistent feedback uh, loop of what does my future income look like is going to be a very motivating factor because that's frankly, Ryan, and you know this, one of the things that sets us apart from most other teams is a consistent conversation on where your business is heading. What are your current prospects? What are your activities? What are you doing that is going to get you from here to here, right? Because if you're just operating on feeling and, and you could, you sit in those very same meetings with me. So, you know, how often we hear like, Hey, Hey, how's your business going, John? Well, I feel like is the first words that come out of their mouth. 
Yep. Right. I feel like things are moving in the right direction or I feel like the market's slowing down. I feel like when you start with I feel like there's a pretty decent chance you don't have a clue where your business is headed. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think about that? No, I completely agree. You know, you think of agents and they're right now keeping track of their deals. Still a lot of them in Excel or the whiteboard or uh, maybe their CRM or some kind of Kanban board. Um, we've built our deal tracking to not only show you how healthy your business is, but like I said, how much money you're going to make from that, which is a huge motivating factor. One of the, uh, I think, biggest reasons people aren't using their CRM they pay for today is one, obviously, because it's desktop, but there's not any really big incentive to keep their deals up to date in that CRM because they have it in their head of what they need to do or, or what they have in a contract or they have it on a whiteboard. But by tying the commission tracking in to those deals and being able to see how much they've made or how much they're going to make, you know, it's just a huge incentive for them to keep going into an easy to use mobile app and update their deals and see, you know, this is how much money I'm making. Yeah. I, <laughs> I couldn't tell you, man. I mean, I'm just sitting here thinking as you're talking, unfortunately, and if my hopefully my facial expressions weren't distracting, but I think back to the dawn of real estate CRMs, right? The first one I'm really aware of um, was Realtor.com's top producer, right? And if you've ever, some people are probably laughing. We've got some, we've got some uh, some millennial old agents like myself. Uh, that that were around when top producer was like a thing that like every agent that ever went to a convention got top producer, right? It was like 49 bucks a month. And I'm pretty sure that pricing was for mass adoption. And, you know, it had some automations, really automations were at that time were more like automated task lists that just were reminders that told you what you needed to do. And then you would just you would let them pile up on each client to the point where you had like 8,000 required tasks. And then you would just like select all clear because <laughs> you didn't do any of those things. <laughs> um, and you just didn't want to be ashamed every time. you. So you wouldn't open your CRM half the time because you didn't want to be ashamed about the things you didn't do. Uh, but you kept paying for it because you felt like you were not a very good agent if you didn't have a CRM. So uh, I thankfully never paid for top producer. So thankfully, I was I was a contrarian in that respect. Well, anyway, fast forward, right? Um, you know, probably I would say 2010, 11, 12, you know, you started seeing companies like contactually, you started seeing companies like follow up boss, which was was a complete game changer for the industry. You started seeing companies like, um, you know, Boomtown. Right, which originally uh, Boomtown, who's still a very major player in our space, you saw them, they were a Google PPC business originally. Okay, what set them apart from other agencies, because mainly what they were selling was Google pay per click leads that they would manage for you. You paid a management fee, right? You paid a budget for ads, which they would spend on your behalf, and you got a CRM and a website with it. Right. Well, they improved the CRM to the point where it was nearly industry leading and the website is OK. Right. But they they penetrated the market with large teams and they they, you know, pivoted and grew. But 
you know, companies that still revolutionize, revolutionize this business because Contactually was really just made for you to basically keep your wedding invite list in. Let's just be fair. <laughs> it would scrape, it would scrape your Gmail contacts, but then you'd have to do this like whole bucket thing. And you had like 2000 contacts. It'd take you like days to go through and you never kept it updated because it was a bear. It was a nightmare. What you say about the mobile phone is really true. If I really want to find someone's phone number, it's, it's a, if they're important to me, it's in my phone. That's right. the place that I put it. So between that and the understanding that even industry leaders have forsaken the mobile experience, okay, um, I think truly it's not it's not it's not confusing to see why they were like so many other companies just built for a different era, right? They were built for a different era. Everything that they are and everything they're good at is contrary to the mobile experience, so they'll never pivot. So it's an extreme opportunity for a company like Simba. Yeah, I want to, this, this is kind of on topic with that, but you know, there's a common saying in this industry that just proves there is a huge market need for what Simba is and what we will become. And it, it's the saying, the best CRM is the one you use. You know, I think that is the most ridiculous saying there is. Maybe right now it's true. But software has gotten so good today and APIs are so good that you can build software for anyone that maybe they do enjoy to use it. You know, we're going to build something agents do enjoy to use, but it's going to be easy to use. Like agents getting CRMs today have to hire a VA to set it up for them if it's truly going to work the way it's supposed to be. But like I said, agents aren't enterprises they're not these big companies or people getting paid salaries to use them. They are consumers. They're operating as a startup, to be honest. They are very common to a startup and they need something they can download and get immediate value out of instead of buying it and stressing over the next month when the VA is setting it up uh, or getting a VA to set it up and they're just wasting money. Dude, I know, I know guys and gals for that matter, you know, people in the real estate space that pay two grand a month for a website that they never set up and will do a full year contract, just wasting $24,000. You're so right. Um, you know, I was thinking earlier about how social media seems to have changed the way we look at technology. Um, you know, and, and I would, I would, I would lump in some some of the large major players that are not necessarily social speak. Google, you know, like Gmail, you just know how to use it, right? The first time you ever log in, you know, there is no customer service 1-800 number for Gmail. You, yeah. you can't call somebody at Facebook and have them explain to you why something happened, right? It, it just works, right? Yep. So what everything will become that, right? Everything. Like, it has to. It has to because. Especially, people, especially people don't for agents. The tasks. Yeah. Well, especially for agents who don't even have the time to do demos of these CRMs to learn how to use them. Agents don't, agent schedules change all the time. They could have a demo scheduled the next day, but their client wants to see a home and they have to cancel the demo. Can't tell you how many times we've had meeting schedule with agents that get rescheduled, which I completely understand as an agent, like stuff just gets thrown on your plate. 
Uh, and that's why we have our free version in the app stores. So you can download it, see if you like the basic functionality, and then you can upgrade to, you know, getting a business number, uh, text messaging, phone calling, and voicemail. Yeah. No, and all that, and all that's great. I mean, the freemium version, I think, is really a good concept for technology and real estate. You see so little of it, right? Everybody wants you to sign you to a contract. Some of them don't have cancellations, but a lot of them still do. But they got to get your credit card number before you can even tell what something is and isn't, right? Like you said, agents are the consummate small business. They are a startup. Right. When you start in real estate, even if you're on a team, even if you're the most well-supported agent out there, right, you are thrust upon a situation where no income's promised. Okay. And you know, you can spend a lot of time acquiring clients over the first couple of years and have some success. But if you don't manage the data that you acquire, if you don't manage the relationships well. You may miss opportunities, okay? You may sour relationships. You may neglect relationships, right? I mean, oftentimes, and in, in, in a lot of the, you know, advent of the Zillows and the Realtor.coms and, you know, Home Lights and these kind of companies of the space are, are predicated upon the fact that most consumers never interview a second agent as a potential, you know, as a potential representative. So, that holds true whether you've worked with somebody before or not, right? You could have sold somebody a house in your first year in the business and done a phenomenal job. But if you never speak to them for the next three or four years and we have the market we've had and they have the appreciation that we've seen and something catches their eye on Zillow, they're going to buy and sell with another agent and never give you another thought. Yeah. And you know, the thing about that too, when you're a new agent, I remember this, you know, I've been doing it for three and a half years. Uh, sold a good amount of homes for that time. But, you know, we see new agents come into our office and team every day that kill it. But when you're a new agent and you sell a home, the last thing you're worried about is staying in front of that person right now because you have 99.99% of things still left to learn in the industry. And you're focused on that next sale to learn more as a new agent. You're not thinking, I need to send my, this past client a message three months later, six months later, just to make sure everything's good. Uh, you know, you might be worried about it, but it's just not top of mind. So if you had automations starting out as a new agent that kept in front of them, you'd be building a healthier business than any other agents been able to do before at such a, a young age in the career. Dude, absolutely. I, I mean, I, you're, you're, it's the hunting versus farming mentality. The longer the, the amount of time you are in the business, your focus shifts from hunting for today's meal to farming for tomorrow's. Okay, I think that's about enough of that for now, but I do, before we wrap up for today, I want I want, I want you to tell our audience how you came up with the name. Yeah, all right, so Simba with the Y, S-Y-M-B-A. So it came from two different places. You got Simba from Lion King, you know, unites two kingdoms. You know, that's what we're trying to do with software and agents. And then you got symbiotic relationships, uh, Nemo, uh, you know, hit in the, whatever they live in, that's a symbiotic relationship. So clients and their agent. So we mesh the two sub to Y in for the I and Simba. And we got, a, that's where Simba came from. That's well, symbiotic is S Y M. Isn't it? Right. Yes. That's why so, it's Simba S Y M. And, and did, did I hear a Nemo reference? Like this is a finding. Well, Nemo? well, no, no. Nemo. Like, so we got two symbiotic. Disney. Well, a symbiotic relationship in nature, 
is you I know, love it. what the little clownfish live in. Well, the clownfish you know, lives in the little, the little, uh, the little, yeah, I'm completely that botching that. I, I don't know what it's called, but uh, no, it's, it's, well, it like electrocutes you. I think if like you just touch it or it's some sort of like static maybe. something. Yeah. I don't know. But I've got kids and I don't even know. Yeah. We really, we just messed Simba from Lion King and then the probably updated my CRM on my laptop while my kids are watching Nemo is probably why I don't know this answer. But <laughs> actually, actually that's not true. You know, that's not true. Um, no, dude. I mean, I think this was a great, this was a great, uh, a great time. I love talking shop. Um, I guess we should probably make, make somewhat of an announcement, right? Yeah, definitely. So, so is yeah, that me you, or is that your job? I don't know. No, you tell them, man. So, okay. So number one, I mean, I, I love Ryan to death. He's been a great member of our team, a great leader, right? And I've been really happy to watch his maturation in the startup game that, you know, kind of started right out of college. Um, you know, he's, he's become a very, very credible real estate professional, but, but Simba is, is next level, right? These guys have won, you know, Ryan and his co-founders have have won some competitions. We'll let you talk about that here in a minute. I won't, I'll probably botch that, but you know, pitch competitions, they've won and they're at a place in their business, kind of an inflection point, right? Where, you know, driving this business to market is incredibly important. And they were in need of some strategic advisors. And I was blessed enough to be asked to join them, to join them kind of on this journey and advise them kind of as a liaison between you know, real estate brokerages, brokers, team leaders, and agents um, to kind of help them shape and mold the product, uh, you know, and, and kind of maybe evangelize a little bit and just kind of get the word out there on the things that they're trying to achieve. And I'm really pretty excited to do it. Lord knows I wear enough hats. So uh, they were, they were uh, thankfully willing to allow me to operate in my existing capacity and spread the word in my own way. Um, but, uh, it's, it's the beginning of a journey. We just kind of what inked this thing last week. So, uh, yeah. pretty excited to kind of see, see how this goes. Yeah, no, it's super exciting. You know, Jay's done a lot in this industry. Uh, he's spoken at big events and he, he's very well connected and he knows what, what agents need to do to become a top producing agent or just make it, uh, something they can have a good livelihood from, so Jay as a strategic advisor is really, really exciting for us. And we're excited to see where it goes. And uh, I told I told Jay he can now put a hashtag tech in all of his social no, I profiles. To, I haven't done that yet. I, I need to do that. I was not even aware that that was a thing. That Now I'm really old now. So anyway, <laughs> Ryan, we'll have you back real soon. We'll see, uh, you know, the how how Simba matures. But I, I want to just say getsimba.com, G-E-T-S-Y-M-B-A.com. If you'd like yep. more information, I was just thumbing through their mobile site just a second ago while we were on here. Uh, really cool. There's, there's, you can get the, uh, get the app, the free download in the app store. Ryan, do you have something to add to that? Yeah. And then one more thing, you can follow us on all socials. We, we have a pretty uh, fun uh, social accounts on all of them. It, it's Get Simba as well except Instagram, it's, it's mobile CRM. We post a lot of good memes and uh, just quotes of what people are saying about Simba. We also have a Agent Anonymous podcast, which is really, really good. So real quick, Jay, I'll just, I'll just explain it real quick. It's agents coming on talking about the worst deals or clients they've ever experienced, but we distort their voice so they can legally share them. Yeah, so I was gonna go there and I, I 
you know, mental, mental breakdown for a moment. I was definitely going to introduce the podcast, but just, just to tease, I've listened to most of these episodes. Um, Apple did inform me that it was touchy content. So just make sure <laughs> every once in a while, there may or may not be some interesting open house visitors. There may or may not be some instances where showing homes goes wrong because of the lack of water in the restrooms. Uh, might be some interesting, it, definitely they're short bite-sized, what, like 10, 10 minute episodes? Yeah, they're, they're anywhere from four to 10 minutes, short stories, just agents letting it all out. They're allowed to say whatever they want. So we, we hear some pretty interesting stuff. So, so I will say when I first got into the business as an REO listing, a bank REO listing agent, I used to say, I've seen it all. I've literally seen it all. Some of these stories do not surprise me, but some of them do. Um, I, I guess, I guess I've been, uh, I've been out of the crazy, off the crazy train for a little while. Uh, but it's a very entertaining tongue in cheek, very fun kind of, uh, escape from real estate. If you're a real estate agent and you're not a subscriber to agent anonymous, you can find it on all the same platforms where we podcast from. So I guess to close up shop, let's just remind you, you can find us online, facebook.com slash the resource podcast at JTPA Louisville on Twitter, at J Pitts Realtor on Instagram, J underscore Pitts on TikTok, J Pitts, well, it's youtube.com slash J Pitts Realtor. Don't forget, because I'm going to record just in a few minutes, another episode of JTP University, quick, tactical, you know, ready to use bite-sized tips and tricks for your business. Um, once again, find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, same place you can find the agent and anonymous. Five-star reviews are always appreciated. Ryan, any parting shots? No, uh, thanks for having me on. I, go try out the free version of Simba in the App Store. Uh, just search Simba; it'll pull up. And yeah, just give it a shot. You'll, I think you'll really love it. Awesome, folks. Once again, I'm Jay Pitts, your host, broker owner of Remax Premier Properties. We'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.